Welcome back to another calming episode of Small Consolation. <laughs> this is the ASMR episode. Yeah. In today's episode, we're going to talk about all things relaxing. If you haven't noticed, um, the world is on fire right now, both <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah. Just so sometimes you just need to take a break, relax. And play a game that's not going to make you all salty. (laughs) So let's see who we've got with us today. First we have Evan. Well, hello there, fellow relaxees. I hope your week has been very unstressful despite everything. (laughs) (laughs) And next up is Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) That is the goal. By the end of this podcast. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. You're you're way way ahead of us. Tyler got two ASMR right there. <laughs> I don't think snoring um, would really get it for me. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think that's one of those relaxing, like, late night sounds that just puts you right to sleep. <laughs> I have a side tangent, but first, and last but not least, we have Nick. <laughs> Yeah, what do you do if you listen to black metal to calm down? (laughs) You don't sleep. That's what you you. do. (laughs) (laughs) You ride that chaos dragon on to infinity. (laughs) (laughs) No, so um, sometimes my wife and I will use different um, like soundtracks to like fall asleep to, and not like musical soundtracks, but like nature sounds. And there's one she has that's like. For the most part, I feel like it's rain, but then like one of the tracks on the album, it'll switch to like a jungle thing, and it'll just be like all calm, kind of you hear bugs and whatnot, and then a bird will just be like, ah! ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of tangents. And it's like so jolting. Oh God. I, I, I believe you 100%, and let me tell you why. So last night, I woke up at, like, middle of the night, like, just from the dead, to the sound of an owl, like, hooting right outside my window. And it was literally, like, I just kept hearing somebody in my dream say, who, over and over again, like, who, who. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And I woke up, and I literally, I was like, am I going to have to exercise my Second Amendment rights here? Like, who the heck is in my house? Like, <laughs> I was like, I literally, I thought I had, a like, a home invader, and then I was like, it's an owl. It's a freaking owl right outside my window. So that was my night. Not relaxing at all. I mean, Two out of ten stars. Not recommend. Did you ever solve the mystery, though? <laughs> oh yes. Uh, well, well, no. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who who murdered the owl. I mean, it, it was about to be me. So <laughs> it was the it was the farmer in the dale with a shovel. No, that that was one one who who done it. I could have done without. <laughs> it can't be as bad as um, what I've had to wake up to. Like we had. The house we bought had an alarm, old alarm system in it that, as far as I know, was not being like kept up to date in terms of like connected to any account. Uh-uh. But apparently, it still worked occasionally. And the biggest, the most time it would work is when um, the power would flip 
and the alarm would just go off and it was right outside our bedroom door and it was like one of those like red alert we're about to get nuked alarm (laughs) and so every time it would storm at night i could not sleep because i was afraid of that thing just waking us up (laughs) and i'd have to like run out into the kitchen to where the control panel was and try to turn it off with no instructions and i don't know what's going on oh Oh, man we recently we recently just cut the wires to the alarm so now it doesn't make a sound (laughs) (laughs) that's one way to solve it but anyway, those are things that are stressful and anxiety-inducing. Let's calm back down. <laughs> I feel like we're going to do a small consolation <laughs> yoga podcast and meditation. <laughs> right. And into child's pose. <laughs> and downward dog. So, let's uh, first talk about what we've been playing lately. Um, I, I guess I'll start. Um I played some, got back into Destiny um, a little bit. Um, this might date the podcast a little bit, but it's on the final interference mission. So that was pretty fun. I won't spoil it because I know Evan hasn't finished it yet. Correct. Um, and I've been playing mainly Avengers. Um, I know it's getting a lot of bad publicity with lots of bugs and weak power grinds and not much to do but i'm taking it slow so i'm having a good time (laughs) um got all my characters at least up to level 30 or power level 30 i know i think the maxes right now are power level 50 or power level 150 and level 50 so i'm not too worried about getting them up there i'm just smooth sailing yeah, I feel so bad because that's one of those games. Like, I, I picked it up right away, and I was like, "Yeah, like I'm I'm gonna play that one," and it just like immediately went right into the backlog because of the other big releases that have been coming out lately. So, but and it's only gonna we'll get, get worse back. once. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, next gen launches. Yeah, yeah. But someday, someday. So Tyler, tell us what you've been playing instead. Uh, so instead, uh, well, I've pretty much finished up Bloodborne, so you guys won't have to hear me talk about that anymore. But uh, <laughs> in, in addition to that, um, I actually I picked up that um, like the new Star Wars Squadrons game, um, which that was pretty Ooh, interesting. Yeah, how is that? I I honestly I wasn't expecting the VR implementation to be as good as it was. Like that was the main selling point for me. Is I was just like, hey, uh, it's a forty dollar game from EA with no microtransactions. That's kind of a throwback to classic like uh, games like uh, Tie Fighter and stuff like that. And and honestly, it does. I haven't played a ton of it, um, but picked it up and was pretty impressed with again just. The, the VR implementation like it's mainly just there in the missions like none of the cutscenes or anything like that like that's all rendered in 2D um, but once you're actually in a mission you're just you're fixed in the cockpit and one review for the game that I heard um, that I totally agree with is they said one of the strengths of the game is that it just kind of um, it knows when to show restraint and just be what it is which is just a really good uh, fighter sim um, and so it's, uh, yeah, not a lot of bells and whistles, but, uh, what's there is polished and yeah, been enjoying it a lot. Um, but speaking of is, something that's not that, quite um, as polished, <laughs> you before say, you Jared? get there, before you, I have more questions on, I have more questions on squadrons. 
yeah, um, yeah, it's it. not a solo VR game, right? Um, correct. So I haven't actually done any of the multiplayer yet, um, but that's actually one of the big selling points of it. Uh, and I'm sure once I kind of, you know, cut my teeth on it a bit more and actually don't like suck in the main story, not, not it's, it's honestly, it's pretty forgiving. I will say that like, it's not like for, for people who may be worried about picking it up because they're afraid it's going to be like too overwhelming and too much of a flight sim. Nah, I mean, it's still, it's still very much kind of like a, a great balance between some kind of power management, like, you know, whether you're directing power to your shields or your engines uh, or your weapon systems. Um, and then you've got obviously different types of weapons, missiles, countermeasures, things like that. So it's got a lot of features, but it's all pretty easy to use. And from my experience, intuitive. So it's uh, um, yeah, pretty straightforward. And How many uh, co-op is it? Um, I, th- I actually don't know. That's a good question. I, I, I don't want to mislead anybody. I feel like I had heard that it's not going to be something like battlefront size. Like, I feel like it is trying to emphasize more of that smaller, like squad based combat, but I, I honestly am not sure. I haven't checked out much of the multiplayer side. Yeah. Cause that sounds like a fun one, like for a small group like us to get together in and stick around in for lack of a better phrase. Uh, Absolutely. And and it's nice because it does like it's got some of the best VR implementation I've seen yet. Like it's a really good example of kind of like that nice triple A production qualities in terms of like a VR, a, a VR game that also has a 2D component to it because you can literally just toggle the VR on and off in game, which is an amazing feature. And like I wish honestly more games could maybe do that uh i mean not that it really matters if you're going to be playing it mostly in vr but it's just kind of nice because yeah it seems like it seems like you definitely wouldn't need vr to enjoy the experience but if you do have it it's just yeah one one step up so been enjoying it nice uh but yeah uh, then on the other end of the spectrum uh, i've been playing a game that uh unfortunately i couldn't say is probably as polished of an experience uh but equally impressive and amazing uh and that would be baldur's gate 3 which i've been following for quite a while uh love divinity original sin 2 and larian studios uh is now bringing us uh baldur's gate 3 and uh i'm curious to see what nick's first impressions were um so far mine are i'm honestly i'm having a blast with it i've already like gotten sucked into making a ton of different characters as per usual with any rpg of this nature <laughs> yes uh, and uh i uh, have had some interesting bugs i did have one one point where i like it is early access um so sometimes you'll run into stuff like you'll you'll bash a guy with a mace and he'll like suddenly inflate into a 2d plane that is like the size of the entire screen and like his limbs will like fly in every direction <laughs> so some kind of weird graphical glitches <laughs> And the, the cam- you have to fight the camera a little bit. That's probably my biggest complaint right now. I think they'll, they'll smooth that out, I'm sure. Divinity never really had yeah. camera angle issues, but that's that's the biggest issues I've been having so far. But, um, I'm but not no, sure I mean, what the deal with the camera is. Yeah. The camera is pretty weird. It, it, 
like basically the the worst thing about it now I've noticed is like if you get like any distance away from your party whatsoever and then you try and like change the angle it just seems like it gets hung up on the scenery like really badly um and 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 again I I have absolute faith that that's the kind of stuff that they'll iron out over the course of the next year as they like put all the rest of the content into the game like so I think it's going to be great but the core the core gameplay is there and I mean, what other game could you create a halfling fighter named Shoves McKenzie who uh, basically goes around, his, <laughs> his sole purpose in life is to push people off of high things. Um, and he has really high deception, so he can lie to people, presumably to get them up onto really high things. Um, so yeah, that's been my life in Baldur's Gate 3. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Nick, yeah, sounds like you've been playing some Baldur's Gate as well. Anything else you've been up to? Uh, mostly been messing around with Baldur's Gate. I spent a lot of time to trying to determine what character I want to create. I even pulled out the D and D player's handbook to like see which one I would kind of want to make. Uh, I would like to see like a tempest cleric added because they have all the shoving mechanics and because <laughs> right. a tempest cleric has thunder wave as their main oh, entry dude. level spell that thunder that wave though that, so satisfying so i i'm very excited to see where baldur's gate goes uh that's mostly i guess oh i did get crash four it's about time and oh yeah, I forgot that dropped. Oh yeah, yeah. That is yep. an interesting mix of kind of chill to play, but you will get frustrated. <laughs> yeah, if it takes after any of the other Crash <laughs> games, I can imagine that would be the case. Yep, sounds about right for Crash. <laughs> Evan, what have you been up to? Um, what have I been playing? I uh, doing a little bit of grinding on Destiny. Um, I have that last, the last interference mission lined up. Probably gonna finish that after we finish this. Um, what else? I haven't played a whole lot of anything else. I think I played a little bit of Fall Guys just to try to improve a little bit, which of course is the opposite <laughs> of relaxing. True. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, it's a good thing no one records me while I'm playing that because my language is just so foul. <laughs> it would. I'm, I'm surprised the pain is not peeling we off. We should of my start lips. a um, part of our YouTube channel, like a small consolation after dark. <laughs> it's just all of our Have all the unfiltered, uncensored. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of f bombs and a lot of wiener jokes. Great, gotcha. Yeah, I mean that's that's just our regular version, right? <laughs> so like, we got to come up with like, the extra secret sauce for the. Uh, after dark version, <laughs> right? <laughs> we gotta add the add the the dash of garlic powder to really give oh, it that no. kick. So yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, a whole lot. So, what do you guys like to play to kind of relax? If maybe if you're stressed out, and you just want to veg out and throw something on the PlayStation, PC, Switch, what have you, or you just like to kill some time with. I actually find if. I was stressed out the way I play games changes more than what I play changes where do elaborate. 
I kind of will throw on whatever game sounds good at the time to play. So it can be something that recently came out or I'll download something that I've liked for a long time, like the original Rome Total War. And if I need to chill out the way I play it is I'll just turn my brain off and I will do the absolute dumbest things you can (laughs) in that game and not care about the outcome. That's a good philosophy to have. I think, I guess I probably do that without realizing it. Like if I fire up destiny, but I'm not really feeling like in a super competitive mood, I'll maybe run some strikes or do some like just world exploring, like, try to cross some things off a checklist, but try to avoid any activity that involves other human players. <laughs> yes. Even even then, like if I were to play a multiplayer game like Call of Duty or something, I would load up an, a loadout that is would be considered suboptimal at best, like some of the worst weapons imaginable, and just be dumb with them. <laughs> and then when whenever you kill people, it's like you should feel ashamed right now that I managed <laughs> to kill you in this state. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to be able to say that I could do that with any of the games in the Soulsborne series where it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I just feel like relaxing. I think I'll just uh, try one of my alternate builds that's wacky and uh, then just realize that because it's suboptimal, I'm going to be throwing my controller in about 30 minutes. So, uh, so yeah, that doesn't really work very well. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I feel like those are the kind of games you just avoid if you want to chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, if I if I am looking to relax, uh, I tend to I tend to go to more of the. I, there's something just really relaxing about kind of like classic like pixel art style games and games that feature kind of like lo-fi kind of like chip tune soundtracks i don't know why that just like that immediately just puts me in the mood to like snuggle up in some pajamas with like some hot chocolate or something but uh but now um stardew valley is a really like that's kind of a go-to um if i'm sort of stressed i'll fire that up and it's just you know it's easy simple relaxing happy music it's kind of like idyllic life um so i like that one um, and interestingly enough, uh, I also find Fire Emblem games to be pretty just chill and relaxing, and specifically Three Houses. Um, I know there were times when, like, I would come home and I would just, like, like I'd come home from work and I would just let out a sigh and I'd be like, ah, time to go, time to go mess around in anime land here with, uh, like, <laughs> castles and, and all kinds of sigils and whatnot or whatever they're called um but yeah i mean it's that that's pretty relaxing well probably my biggest relaxing game is one i've talked about on here many times before but it's journey even though i don't know i don't know that i would play the whole game because there's like that part kind of in the middle towards the end that gets very like not dark but you're very attached to like what's going on and you're play your your characters going through some hard times but like the early levels and like um just how like when you're learning the world and you're exploring like it's just very relaxing and if i'm sure all of us have probably played it but for those that haven't like you're 
the story is very simple. Like they don't, they don't even really tell you the story. Um, even to this day, they've never revealed what their interpretation is. Like they just want you to go explore the world and you're, you know, crossing this desert and exploring these runes. Um, it's always nice to run into other people who are playing the game too. Um, and having a buddy to go through some of them. Um, what's it? I can't remember the name of the level, but there's one in particular where you're just like doing like this downhill surfing through these dunes. Yeah. The sand surfing level. Yeah. That, that one. That's like the uh, best part of the soundtrack too. Yes. That one. That's my second favorite. My favorite, favorite. Um, uh, the track is called apotheosis. It's the, it's the very yeah, last the very level. end. Yeah, like the I call it the ascent into heaven because that's kind of what it looks like. Well, that's exactly what it is because <laughs> your character literally just froze to death. Yeah, yeah, that's the part I don't play is when when is <laughs> that because the I didn't when I first played the game I didn't know that was coming so when my dude just fell over in the snow and died I was like wait what what happened what do you mean what's going yeah, aren't on. You- Aren't you like struggling up a mountain? Like, isn't it like really like stormy? And yes, yes. it's and you see the peak, the, the entire thing you've been trying to find, and it is essentially within your grasp, mm-hmm. and you freeze to death because you're in a snowstorm. Yep. The uh, so yep. essentially yeah. it ends like our Call of Cthulhu campaign did, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, <Callbacks>. not exactly. <laughs> Right, yeah. Thankfully, you get a little bit of an epilogue, whereas Call yeah. of Cthulhu, we did not. <laughs> if a beneficial god comes down and it's like, you did good, you get to go to heaven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very, very different uh, when you're dealing with the old ones instead of uh, god, <laughs> gods, I think. <laughs> Yeah, and fun fact, I believe that soundtrack won a Grammy, I want to say, in 2015. Oh, wow. Yes, no, it's it's very good. Very good, relaxing music. I mean, you bring up a big point. I feel like that's, like, for me, that's probably, if I had to pick, like, one thing that seems to elevate a game into that relaxation territory, it does seem like the common theme for me is, like, the soundtrack is either something that's, like, upbeat that i can zone out to or like you said it's just really moving and relaxing and uh, i think that kind of just yeah speaks to the power of music in and of itself that's why video games are such a great medium for bringing all of those different elements together Mm -hmm. yeah when you said journey it kind of sparked a uh like a theme of like a lot of independent like kind of unusual like unusual art styles i would say um games that are just like they kind of have a purpose but they're also just kind of have like an overall like theme or like message to them but you're just kind of exploring as you go like i thought of the was it abzu yes i had that written on my list too (laughs) and the other one i thought of was rhyme um r-i-m-e I don't, think, uh, I don't think I've played that one. Yeah, that one's pretty anything. good. It, it has a really sad um, like ending to it. Um, but then when you kind of like realize what you were doing, it kind of is like, oh, that's sweet. But I kind of, I mean, it makes you feel a little depressed. But like, it's not. It's kind of a happy depressed if that is a thing. <laughs> mm. 
you know what? It's a pretty relaxing game to play that probably the rest of you haven't tried. Is Kerbal Space Program. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if that one's... Mine's not very relaxing when I try and play that game. Well, it depends on what you're trying to do. Like I said, when I feel like relaxing, my, my outlook on playing changes where... True. If I were to play Kerbal Space Program in the most relaxing manner to me, it would be building the biggest bomb possible and strapping one of the Kerbals to it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> See, I, I was going to say, I was like, Nick's over here finding rocket science uh, relaxing, so... Uh... Mm, humble brag but no <laughs> yeah if you're just if you're just blowing up little kerbals then yeah i guess i guess that does definitely work for that i mean it is difficult because it does require some knowledge in <laughs> planetary motions to be able yeah. to play well mm-hmm. uh, you you would have to do some outside study to progress far in Kerbal Space Program. But uh, I know my brother who did aerospace for a living, he has spoken about how like building a plane is actually a lot harder than building a rocket in that game, which it is very hard. Every time I've tried, though, it becomes a plane that flaps instead of (laughs) Much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well you know but just it's, uh, going it's back really entertaining to the, the wright brothers early efforts uh unintentionally yeah. perhaps but it's <laughs> about what it's it, like it still flies it yeah. flies like a bird but a giant metal bird <laughs> uh so one thing i found in games that really that I or that I look for when I'm, you know, just want to relax and de- unwind, um, is open world games where there's something there's like an interesting traversal mechanic. Um, so like Spider-Man or Ooh, yeah. yes, that's a good example. Uh, inf- infamous Second Son. I don't know if any of you have played that one. Um, yep. So yeah, like when you get all the different powers and you can like you know zoom up to the light post or travel through the pipes like that's really fun um and especially like games like that where you can still like you know run into enemies along the way so you can still do something every now and then because sometimes it's just really relaxing to drop your super on four you know level <laughs> one grunts who would <laughs> who you could just look at and die um that's just fun <laughs> i do find myself enjoying um similar mechanics in avenger um, because like with Thor and Iron Man, you can just like hover up into the air and just kind of like partake in your surroundings. And oddly enough, I really like Captain America traversing around because he has like a double somersault jump. And I find myself when I play other characters that, and I don't have that, I'm just sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bring up Evan's uh, point. Really good point. Made yeah. me think of uh, sub subcategory for this conversation like what's your favorite cheat to turn on in a video game if you just want to mess around unlimited ammo (laughs) (laughs) uh the one i know i haven't i haven't played this game in years but the one that always like when i wanted to play tony hawk 
and just kind of have like just you know relax and learn the controls and not worry about wiping out i would always turn on the zero g um so you could do you could do like 1080s no problem <laughs> without having to worry about crashing and then of course i'd be playing as darth maul because why not Yeah, I think anything that, like, any cheat that kind of fundamentally alters the difficulty in your favor, like, anything that kind of turns it into more of, like, just a, a power trip is kind of a good way to just blow off some steam and relax. So, like, I remember, like, playing Jedi Academy, I would basically make it so it's like I couldn't die and, like, you had, like, unlimited force powers and so, yeah, I guess I guess yeah. that's a good one. Like, anything that gives you, like, unlimited resources. Um, so, like, you can just fly around and use powers willy-nilly at your disposal and I always kind of enjoyed that. Um, I always remember playing um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and, like, we either had like the one of those books you could buy from the store that had like how to play, or um, we found like a website where you could print off cheat codes, and so like we would always just rent free play and like enter in cheat codes for like specific weapons and like unlimited money, and then like there was like a laundry list of like different vehicles so you could spawn tanks or motorcycles or you name it. And so then we just drive around and try to get our um, wanted rating super high and then just put in the cheat that took the wanted rating away. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, that that reminds me. No, I know what it is. In anything that actually that like messes around with the physics in a game. So if you start like sliding around, like when you're driving and stuff like that, like you bring it like GTA, I have really fond memories of just like, sliding those cars all over the place like dropping grenades in the car and then having it like fly through city, <laughs> city blocks like that i mean just yes. good for a chuckle <laughs> oh the uh, swing set of doom and yeah, yeah. grand theft auto 4 yeah that's that's what i was thinking uh, I mean, I, yeah if you're not familiar because it's that game's pretty old now but there is a really any any location that would have some kind of pendulum-like object. So basically a swing set, but there was a specific area on the map that had a playground that was accessible by a car. So if you drive a car up to the swing set and nudge the swing, the physics glitches out and it doesn't know where to put your car so your car phases through three city blocks as it tries to figure out where it was supposed to go. <laughs> that sounds intense. Yeah, it was very random, relaxing. so it was always very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, kind of hitting on the point that you made about traversal in open world games, that's, that's another one that is kind of a big element of a relaxing game, like uh, Red Dead. Redemption is another example like where it kind of incorporates a lot of the things we were talking about where if I'm trying to play that game just to relax, I will literally just go like a hunt in the mountains and ride around on the horse and just like play the game with the cinematic camera on a lot. And in a way, you almost just kind of turn it into a Wild West 
uh, postcard simulator walking simulator <laughs> like i mean that's that's just i mean honestly just riding around on your horse in that game can be pretty relaxing so that's another thing mm. i know we kind of were <clears throat> talking about it before we started recording but i guess just in general simulators could be a, a subset of games that could really make you feel relax if you're into whatever you are simulating Mm -hmm. yeah i always feel calmest games you guys play i was just about to say yeah i definitely i always feel calmest when i'm upside down in an airplane Mm -hmm. yep that's uh that yep that's that's (laughs) my (laughs) go-to so i'm on the playstation store as we speak (laughs) and i just searched for simulation and the first one was a house flipper, buy, renovate, and sell house simulator. <laughs> um, there's the construction simulator, um, airport simulator, truck driver, of course, farming simulator. That's probably one of the first big ones, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I've heard of. Well, I guess really your first big sim would be SimCity. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Though I think with The Sims being a relaxing game, you have to walk that line between, like, where does it stop? Where does, like, relaxing end? And where does me becoming, like, obsessed and micromanaging these (laughs) characters begin? Because I always have to give myself, I always have to put a limit on it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, if I play Sims too long, I will get obsessed. I, I honestly, um, I have to say, I don't find, so, like, you could lump, like, Planet Coaster into that category, and, like, I really want to say that Planet Coaster is, like, a relaxing game, but I swear, every time I fire that up, the major emotion that I feel is just overwhelmed. Like, I open that up, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. my God, I don't know how to build. Like, and then you look at, like, the, the crazy rides and, like, theme parks that people are putting together from scratch, and I'm just like, oh, my God, it would take me, like, 300 hours to do this. I... I can't do it. Can't do it. Like, even though I, I, you know, I could, I'm sure if I just, that was one of the only games that I was playing at that point in time, I could put in that time, but oh man, it's just, just too overwhelming. So that one's not relaxing for me, but really fun. It's cool and creative, but not necessarily relaxing. Yeah. I would much rather appreciate other people's um, creations in those kind of games than Mm -hmm. do it myself. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's see, um, you have Island Flight Simulator, <laughs> Car Mechanic, Bus, Bee Simulator, What? Seed the World Through the Eyes of a Bee, Explore a World Inspired by Central Park, where you can take part in bee races, collect pollen, and defy dangerous wasps. Hmm. I like how there's a, a the, another sim game like that is the computer building simulator have you like i see i see that one pop up on steam every oh i did yep. and i'm just like yeah there it is on, pc building too. simulator yeah. uh, <laughs> what? which which let me tell you the actual ordeal is i i enjoy it but it's not relaxing <laughs> at least not for me well the- there's an entire subreddit that seems to be that game where it's like yeah. build a PC for me where you like, I would like these things and uh-huh. people in that community do all the price shopping for you. Oh, wow. 
I mean, truthfully, that's that's one of the hardest parts. Going through that list reminded me of what was that game you used to play, Tyler, where um, you were a surgeon, but you didn't have great (laughs) control of your hand. Surgeon simulator, yeah. That uh, that game could be kind of. That's actually kind of relaxing. It's just so ridiculous and over the top. It's yeah. It's basically it's like I mean, for those who aren't familiar with the game, it's like Jared was saying. The premise is that you're basically it's kind of like first person perspective, and you control each hand of the surgeon independently, uh, and each finger is controlled by like a different key on the keyboard. And so it's kind of like if if anybody's ever played a game called like Quop. It's like where you're yeah, trying to get this little thinking. guy to run by pressing uh, Q, U, O, and P on the keyboard or something, or Q, W, O, and P or whatever on the keyboard. And it's, yeah, I mean, now try and imagine trying to perform surgery using that similar kind of uh, ineffective control scheme, to say the least, and the uh, resulting hilarity is uh equal parts amusing and relaxing i suppose and traumatizing Especially if you're playing it in if you're playing it in nick's um style of just trying to be play the game crazy yes. uh-huh. oh it definitely gives you ways to do that like you can just if you have the thing of i need to remove the person's heart one of the things you can pick up is a saw and treat it like a hammer and you get to the heart right away <laughs> so <laughs> whether or not your patient survives this procedure <laughs> well if if you hit them hard enough their blood loss is at a minimum <laughs> ah yes i learned that in medical school that i have attended mm-hmm. i think this <laughs> game is a part of medical schools now <laughs> It's yeah, it's, the, it's the training simulation. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, it's towards the end when you have to learn how to deal with malpractice suits. And like I wasn't that drunk during the surgery. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I too learned how to suture wounds using my patient's own ribs. <laughs> yeah. I had to use the resources available to me at the time. <laughs> Oh, here's an interesting, well, I guess not interesting, but kind of an offbeat game. But <laughs> for d- d- just, just speaking for myself, I find Candy Crush very relaxing. <laughs> Probably I... just because it's, it's just very mechanical and repetitive and you're just matching patterns and making stuff blow up. Okay, I'm glad I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to mention it if you didn't. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah, some of those like you know match three style games, and yeah, I mean any of those really. They are, I mean, they're practically designed to be like steady dopamine drip feeds, mm-hmm. basically, and you know they work. Like it's it's relaxing. Just the that's another one. Like for me, it's just that happy little, like the blings when stuff lines up and it all clears out and it, yeah, it just scratches that kind of organizing yeah. itch. I think <laughs> I, uh, like if you were to say like, which game I've put the most hours into, like my first guess would probably be destiny, but I'm pretty sure my mobile Disney frozen adventures um, <laughs> would be right up there. Because it's the same thing. It's one of another kind of bejeweled clone where 
you're matching things, but then there's little mechanics they add along the way that just add to it. But the cool thing about this one is each time you successfully complete a level, you basically get a point that you can use to um, spend on decorating whatever level you're on. So like they may be in a library where you're renovating it. And so you're decorating, placing the shelves, adding books, et cetera, et cetera. And there's like a storyline that goes with it. And so obviously the more you play, the more you win, the more you get to do that other part of the game, which is kind of a fun combo. And so, yeah, I'm, I told myself I was going to stop at level a thousand, but I have blown straight through that. So it'll never end. If I'm going to play something to relax, it's usually on my phone. I don't know why. I feel like most of my games are either, like my PlayStation games are somewhat of a challenge or like there's a challenging component to it. Granted, like you, we've said tonight, you can make it not, like if it's an open world, just explore, but I find myself just sticking to my phone more for those relaxing, calm games. True. As what we- about games that start relaxing and slow paced but at the end are kind of a fight to survive i don't know if any of you've played Hmm. like killing floor where it's a you shoot zombies and you have to survive so many waves of zombies i don't think that would do it for me unless it was just the first level over and over and over (laughs) see i i actually i would totally agree like that's that's a really good example i wasn't going to come up with that but you mentioning killing floor like now that i think about it if i am just like totally wiped out like if i'm just brain dead tired at the end of the day and i come home and like or maybe i had a bad day or something that's killing floor is another one that's just like you throw it on and yeah, it's blasting like jarring like heavy metal and stuff and you're there's zombie parts flying everywhere. But it still is like it's it's just like a nice repetitive um gameplay loop. Like it's super simple and you can play it with friends or I mean you could just go in and do your own thing. And yeah, Killing Floor definitely one of my yeah, probably go to kind of relaxing games. I thought of the Jackbox game when you said Killing Floor. I'm like, that's not relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually I, that's interesting because that's kind of the opposite. Yeah, effect for me. Yeah, games that tend to be kind of like at least maybe it's because I'm actually I'm kind of introverted, but like get party games like that. They're fun. I love them. They're a blast. But at the same time, it's like the opposite mm-hmm. of relaxing for me. I'm like, oh god, like I gotta think of something like. <laughs> I'm stressed. Like at least that's kind of how those. Though, <laughs> yeah. so we talked about how like music can help make a game relaxing, but it just occurred to me that sometimes <laughs> I will play a, like any game. Like if I just want to kind of unwind, it doesn't matter what game. Like I'll put on Destiny, but I'll do something where I can like you know turn the volume down low, and then I'll put on a podcast. So then I'm not even really listening to the game. I'm just playing the game while listening to something else. Um, I think last night I was when I was playing Destiny, I was listening to my favorite murder. I don't even remember what they were talking about, but I had, oh, very relaxing. Yeah, <laughs> I had a I had a moment where I realized like, oh, I'm just sitting here shooting aliens, listening to somebody talk about Ed Kemper chop off his mom's head. That's that's relaxing. That's, that's, that's yeah, really my fine. my favorite murder was always the most recent one. <laughs> <laughs> It, 
it was Siri, always the ones I was pl- <laughs> It was the ones I was planning for my fellow podcast members. I mean, uh, uh. <laughs> Have you- There's a reason Brandon hasn't been on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he can't come to the phone cuz he's dead. <laughs> Yeah, the Lego games uh, are pretty relaxing, though. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm surprised we haven't talked about that. Yes, they are. Yeah, that is a good group of games because they're always lighthearted and fun mechanics, like simple mechanics, but there's still a bit of like if you're older, you can really find a way to dive into them and still have a blast. They they do an amazing job because they're always like you can. They almost play themselves, really, but there's enough cute things to to do that if you're older, it's like, oh, I I get this puzzle that I have to smack all of the yellow things in this room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, and that's another one where I just feel like the whole experience is very like tactile, if that makes any sense. Like it's kind of just. I mean, because it's dealing with like these little Lego pieces, it's just kind of like you're going around and like breaking stuff, and it's making little happy clacking noises. It's like the pieces spilling around. This kind of kind of goes back to the same sort of just like core satisfaction that I was talking about with some of the like match three jeweled style games too. Kind of the same thing. It does have a very satisfying click. Yeah, (laughs) all the Lego pieces, very satisfying Mm -hmm. click noises. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that ASMR. (laughs) <laughs> get those tingles so okay yeah like you mentioned like listening to podcasts like lately one of my favorite things to do i kid you not is i've been listening to asmr while playing bloodborne and i'm pretty sure that's because <laughs> i'm desperately I'm, I'm like desperately trying to keep my blood pressure down in like human ranges so that i don't like die of a heart attack um mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> but so far so good seems to be effective pretty relaxing not gonna lie. <laughs> now, do you keep it thematically relevant? Do you have like a a bag of jellies being squished kind of <laughs> ASMR? Or... Um, yeah, it kind of just depends. Honestly, it's it's just like whatever works. But yeah, I've definitely I've definitely sometimes I've been in the mood. It's like I'll just put on like oh, what's some like creepy like wind or crackling fire sounds? Like that's kind of one of my go tos. Is just the sound <laughs> of a, a fire. Um, and so that one, yeah, stuff like that. Just as a personal note, as someone who does enjoy ASMR, like squishy sounds don't do it for me. Just gonna, <laughs> I, I think that's a major thing in like the ASMR world. Like some people like squishy mm-hmm. sounds and some people just don't. And I'm very I, much in the don't. Yeah. Like I feel like I mean it's it's fitting since this is you know our po- our podcast discussing relaxation but uh, yeah this is this is an interesting tangent because like I it is one of those things where it's like super even among people who enjoy it like you're totally right like there's absolutely like polarizing sounds um, and I guess it's just kind of like you know I've known people just get like driven up the wall by the sound of like styrofoam rumming on styrofoam or like, oh yeah yes things like that yes and, and, and some people you know what one person might enjoy as an asmr sound that same sound will like drive somebody else nuts and i think that's really interesting but, 
I know some people just hate ASMR in general. Like it just sets them on the <laughs> edge instead of relaxing them. And I can't like fathom that myself, but it is kind of interesting. I haven't really like um, dove into ASMR videos too much, but I feel like the one I did, they just whispered into the microphone the whole time. And I was like, yeah, this is not for me. So <laughs> maybe I'll just have to do a little more digging. Yes. Oh, yeah. but usually the ones I enjoy are like any kind of like water, like natural water, like if it's yes. an ocean tide or a river um, flowing or rain, like that usually gets me good. Yeah. Another one I really like is the sound of carbonation. So if somebody does like beer tastings or anything like that, and they'll just like put the mic up next to the foam and oh, like that, that kind of sounds pretty relaxing. That reminds me, our um, local theater, um, it's like opening before the movie starts was always like, like zoomed in views of like all the concessions yeah. you can buy. Yes! And they always did one where they poured the, uh-huh. the pop into uh-huh. the cup. And I know exactly. Yeah, that's a that's pretty satisfying. Yes. Well, and it just I mean, in that case, dude, makes you super thirsty. Like like oh, that yeah. effective <laughs> advertising man i i want to i want to go and get a mr pib so bad with that, like, <laughs> 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 oh. yep. yes so shameless plug but there is a youtube channel i love um it's called um, um Baumgartner restoration um and he, he restores and like you know patches up paintings that have Sometimes it's just like basic cleaning, like he's, you know, just taking off dust and stuff. And then other times it's like, oh, I got to, he's got to take off a varnish. He's got to, you know, repair a hole because somebody's cat decided to pop a squat on the painting. (laughs) Um, And it's, he even has videos of like, um, where it's just like, he's just like, hey, you know, here's what's going on. I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to record me scraping off this lambskin glue off the back of this canvas and it's just 45 minutes of you just see his scalpel just scraping away um and on nights when i can't sleep i turn that youtube channel on and every time like i'm out within 15 minutes if not sooner but i he usually posts new videos um like early in the mornings like when i'm sitting here at work because you know work from home i can watch it and like be engaged because he's he explains the process um but yeah certain of his like he's even like like people will request like hey we noticed you cut out this large chunk of video can you just put this video out as its own thing and he's like yeah sure i'll do it that's really cool yep i love that channel highly recommend if we're if we're plugging youtube channels um, (laughs) i have one that i like especially if we're doing um like game nights and it's called ambient worlds and it's just like two to three hour videos um that are just ambient noise from a specific like theme and most of the time it's lately it's been um like something in pop culture Mm. so like whether it's um from harry potter or black panther or red dead redemption or Mandalorian, or sometimes it's just in general Scottish music and ambience. It's it's really cool because they have so many things, and like especially if you're big into any one of those, like um, 
themes, whether it's Lord of the Rings, et cetera, et cetera. Like, there's tons of stuff for you. Like, there's some Disney World ones that my wife really likes, and it's just some fun stuff. I've got this one site bookmarked. I'll have to see if I can find it because it's, you know, deep, deep, deep in there. But it's... um. It has these bunch of different scenarios. Like the ones that I like are the they have like different Hogwarts themes. Like there's uh, one ambient noise setting or not setting, but like soundboard for like the Gryffindor common room, the Slytherin common room, the Great Hall, and you can actually go in and uh, fiddle with the setting. So like let's say you like uh, like the the noise of a fire crackling a lot, you can increase the crackle rate. Or if you like the ambient noise of people talking, you can turn up the volume. You can um, have them like you can increase the rate of the conversation so it's faster, or, um, or you can lower it's like a whisper if you like a more library vibe. Um, but it's actually really fun. They also have a That's... they had an Asgard one that was really fun. I have to find that. Ooh, one too. yeah, that sounds like an interesting like twist on those, like being able to customize it to your liking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know they have a uh, like a jungle rainforest one, kind of like what you were talking about earlier. And I set, at first I was just playing around and I set the bird noises on to like too high. So it was just thunder, lightning, and bird noises. <laughs> I was like, okay, we got to turn the birds way down. And then I, I turned it down. <laughs> I, I turned it down too low. And so I was just sitting here, like, working on homework or something, and I just hear this, caca! (laughs) (laughs) And how, like, how my speakers were set up, it sounded like there was a bird right outside my window scared the (laughs) out of me. So here's an interesting question. Have you guys, have you guys ever fallen asleep playing a game before? If so, what game was it? I want to say I have, but oh man! I, if it was, it was because I wasn't really doing anything. <laughs> like I wasn't actively playing the game. Like maybe, like I don't know if this was a true or not. But if I, I was in Destiny, like maybe I'm walking around the tower, or right. I was waiting to load in, and it took so long that I fell yeah. asleep. No. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I know. I know I have, I'm pretty sure Jared has, and I think Tyler has, but back when we first were started doing raids with the six of us, when we were doing them like until like late at night to like three in the morning, right? there was an instance where at least one of us fell asleep after we either we'd beaten the raid or we just decided we were going <laughs> to give up for the night. When we were loading back into the tower, I know the three of us have fallen asleep on at least one instance while still on mic. Yeah. And I, I was think you're say, right. I was, was going to say, if Nick doesn't list that he's done that, like, <laughs> that's not true. I, I Destiny would, would be... Yep. Yeah, Destiny would be probably the only one that I could <laughs> think that's done it. Yeah, I, oh, I remember, I remember. Specifically that happened to Nick once. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Night shifts suck. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time we were sherping two people through a raid, and one of the guys fell asleep and started snoring, like, real loud. Yes! <laughs> and the other guys that were friends of his that we were helping with the raid were, like, just 
just started laughing. And it, luckily, we I think we just ended up kicking him and finishing the raid. <laughs> like, oh, <wow>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. I remember that. <laughs> I, oh, I was going to say, for me, I honestly think the only example, like the only example that comes to mind is I, I do know I fell asleep playing an ARPG one time. Um, I'm guessing mo- most of our listener, uh, listeners are probably going to be familiar with that what that is but basically you know any kind of like top down uh like kind of isometric just almost like like diablo-esque basically like kind of a click on stuff until it explodes into a shower of loot type of game um (laughs) but those games are like really known for again it's kind of that like almost like rhythmic repetitive like i said gameplay loop of just yeah, like the sound of loot hitting the ground, like this little sparkling, tinkling noise, and kind of just like you're going along, you're just clicking on stuff. It's just like thumping bass hits. Uh, and I, I can't remember which one it was, if it was Path of Exile um, or Titan Quest. I think it was Titan Quest, actually, now that I think back on it. I'm pretty sure I was just sitting there late one night. Um, and yeah, it just kind of like lulled me to sleep. And I just woke up. Uh, and had you know keyboard all over my face like the keyboard imprint left on my <laughs> face and i was like what year is this and oh god is my character yeah. still alive like um but yeah i think that's the only time that's ever happened to me. And i wasn't even like i wasn't even up that late like i don't typically game that that late so it's just yep that, that one relaxed me so, <laughs> so going back to um my frozen mobile game <laughs> i often play it after as i'm in the covers like ready for bed you know just like kind of messing around on your phone and i usually end up playing that and there's been multiple times where i have awoken to the sound of my phone slamming on the ground because i dropped it because it <laughs> fell out of my hand because i fell asleep and in some of those times i have just sleepily put it back on the side table and then just went to bed and woken up the next morning, opened my phone and I was still on the same level. Like it was waiting for me to make my next move. Like, <laughs> I never gave up on you, Jared. <laughs> yeah, there, there have been more than a few times I've been playing candy crush laying in bed, but like I have doing the stupid thing where I'm laying down flat and I have my phone. Above my face. <laughs> And I'll feel yep. it slip out of my grip, and I won't even try to grab. I'll just move my head, and that's what wakes me back up. I'm like, okay, I have to. I have to now. It sounds you like it. you've done it enough that you're, you just instinctively like, oh, I got to move. Yeah. <laughs> me in the face. A couple, it, it's it's gotten me a couple of times, and an iPhone to the face is not comfortable. <laughs> My yeah. sleep sense is tingling. <laughs> right. Well, I feel like um, we've really got our listeners very zen right now. <laughs> lots, mm-hmm. Giving them lots of options to, uh, you know, de-stress and take their mind off whatever is plugging them. So maybe next time we'll talk about all the games that, um, if you're too zen, can get your heart rate up and... Get you, I don't know, maybe heart attack range. <laughs> like, like papers, please. What? I've never heard of that. <laughs> you, uh, papers, please. Start, starts really easy. Uh, you 
play as like a border guard and you check people's passports and uh, it's like a fictional uh, like what communist country basically and you check make sure that they are from the a correct location that their passport isn't forged and that they have a viable reason to be entering the country and you do that well enough you get paid and you can keep your family fed and you can keep the power on and if you make mistakes you get fined so you, grandma <laughs> has to go hungry and <laughs> man if i ever need like hey think of a random game no one's ever heard of i'm gonna go to nick <laughs> uh, no this is a everyone's heard of this game except uh, three I, of I us played <laughs> i played it oh, two of us <laughs> it's great it makes you feel really paranoid that each person towards the end of your game session is trying to sneak in the country and you're going to be executed if you don't catch them. Because if you make too many mistakes, you get put out back and executed by the by the police. Oh, sheesh. Oh, wow. wow. Well, you heard it so here yes, first, um... folks. Uh, yeah, if you don't, uh, don't follow us on our socials and listen to our podcast, uh, yep, you're going to get kicked out of the country. That's right. That's where this was oh. headed. <laughs> I mean, that might be better given the current circumstances. <laughs> Trying Unless to relax, people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, speaking of those socials, <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook at Small Constellation, Twitter at Small Con Pod, and YouTube at Small Constellation Gaming. Or if you want to email us and give us your favorite Zen routine to relax. It's smallconsolationpod at gmail.com. I remember this time. <laughs> so, Nick, tell the people in your most zen way goodbye. Passport, please. <laughs> <laughs>